In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, you might care hitting the subscribe button, or contributing to us via PayPal or Patreon, sending in your comments, and above all, keep us in your prayers. Continuing with um, little contributions, little... Shall we say canapé, a little amuse girl, little something just to whet your appetite for the synod. I don't pretend to be offering main courses. That's that's beyond my humble my humble remit. I like the waiter going around with the tray covered in delicious little little appetizers. Okay, get you thinking. Here's another thing I think we should be discussing at the synod. Obviously, we have to talk about Catholic education. I mean, I mean that's obvious. And if it's not, if that's not obvious, boy, are we banjaxed. Okay, so that should be obvious. I'm assuming that that's obvious. What kind of Catholic education? We've talked about this before in bits and pieces, uh, tangentially, but but like what? What would a genuine Catholic education look like? And here I cannot but emphasise the necessity of the synods considering the, the fundamentals of Catholic education. And, and, and I, I would put it to you that the, the position of the liberal arts and a restoration of the study of the classics, which are fundamental to European civilization and which the church helped to keep alive and in existence through the dark ages and later a restoration of the study of latin and greek a restoration of the study of literature of the study of language of the study of of um of history as being absolutely fundamental to a catholic education to the extent that one cannot be said to have it have received a Catholic education unless it had come, shall we say, in in that form. Now, in a core to a Catholic education is is that it's preparing you to know, love and serve God in this life and be with him forever in the next. In other words, it's preparing you for eternal life. A Catholic education is a tutorial in heaven. That's the business of Catholic education. But how are you brought to these things? How are you apprenticed to this? I put it to you as through beauty and truth. In order to get at these things, it won't be enough to have an educational system which is heavily dominated by the sciences. It must have a, 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 a root, rootedness in the humanities. Now, I argue that you can see the results of our having neglected this in the in the in the in the terrifying spectacle of the whole woke thing of the whole cancel culture that has arisen like some sort of a golem some sort of a, a, a hideous misshapen monster 
from the from the um, the debris of our neglect. Our schools are practically obsessed with preparing people for the most prestigious professions to the extent that a brilliant student who goes into the arts uh, creates a stir and is regarded as being somewhat soft in the head. On the contrary, if we're really thinking things out, our most brilliant students need to be thoroughly grounded in the humanities, as well as the science. Otherwise, what we'll have will be uneducated scientists. That's a terrifying prospect. I'm sure that lemmings are individually a very pleasant and attractive little animal. Perhaps not even unintelligent. I'm sure that lemmings have many attractive qualities. But that doesn't prevent them, apparently, running off a cliff every so often, in large numbers. You can be as good as you want at the detail. If you don't have a map of where you're going, this is only an efficient progress towards oblivion, towards disaster. I would argue to you that the, the neglect of the humanities in Catholic education has left us um, blind in one eye. It's not the end of the world, but it's a very much darkened world. It's a limited perception of reality. Blind in one eye and missing sensation in one hand and one, I don't know, half of the tongue and one nostril. Cut in half in terms of sensory apprehension of the world around us. No, no, no. No, no. We, we need the whole lot. There should be, to, to use an awful word that is used to the point of being threadbare nowadays in Irish educational discussion, we need a holistic approach to Catholic education. Genuinely holistic. An education centred on the new anthropology of Christianity. Man redeemed. Man with a future. A future which irradiates the present with hope. Man and woman wallowing in beauty and in truth. If we're not doing this, all we're going to do is contribute to the increasing, to, to basically the advent of a new dark age, which is coming. And it won't be a, a technological dark age. It won't be a dark age in terms of transport, in terms of uh, urban organization and all the rest of it, industry. No, it'll be a dark age of the spirit and the soul. And that will be very terrible indeed. Very terrible. I would argue to you, and I think I have some basis for saying here, that one of the most terrifyingly prescient minds which fastened itself on the modern world was that of Adolf Hitler, which is why people are still obsessed with him. I refer you to Professor Ian Kershaw, one of his most recent biographers on that subject. The subject, I mean, of why people are so obsessed with him. And they are. 
You look at what Hitler talked about and you can see it already happening in our society, in our hospitals, being discussed in our parliaments. The killing of the unwanted young, the killing of the unfit, the elimination of useless mouths, the systematic murder of Down syndrome people. The Holocaust of Down syndrome babies, the Holocaust of any baby not wanted, who was the misfortune not to be wanted. The giving of an absurd level of power to the individual and to the state with the individual increasingly brainwashed by a culture which is uninformed by any real depth of education. A heavily specialised and heavily science-oriented education. And so we have any number of people walking the earth who are educated and in fact know surprisingly little about most things. A great deal about a few. Catholic education should aim at producing the rounded person, the whole man or woman, somebody who could go on to learn anything else. I argue to you, let the synod do something really funky, crazy, mad, daft, creative. Let it mandate the restoration of the study of the classics and the study of literature and the study of history in all Catholic schools as well as religious education so that you cannot run, you cannot claim that a Catholic school, as things stand even, is Catholic unless you have a mandated number of classes in Catholic education, in, in religious knowledge. But I would argue to you that you shouldn't be able to claim a school as Catholic unless it offers both Latin and Greek, at least at junior level. And history, at least at junior level. Am I, am I impractical? Of course I must seem impractical. My argument is, is, is in fact profoundly practical. We are truth-seeking, beauty-adoring beings. I am no more impractical than a, a doctor who tells you that you need sun, that you need vitamins, that you need protein, you need nourishment. And I am outlining a possible way to do it. Okay, Synod. Okay, synodality, synod fathers and mothers. Let's see your metal. Let's see what you're made of. Let's see if you can kick some uh, philosophical, theological ass in this whole thing. Let's see if you're really up for courageous decisions. The classics. The classics as the way forward. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.